Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Let me get to this topic here. So yesterday was a bit of a, you know what? Yesterday was an NBA day. Right, a typical NBA day, and this is when you know that the NBA season is starting. We had actually finished uh, producing content, and we're doing some things, preparing the content for you guys, and then all of a sudden, I get a, a message in our group chat, our Dreamers Pro group chat, uh, from Mitch, who works with us, and he goes, Damian Lillard just got traded to the Bucks." I'm like, bro, I, I, I just finished shooting. <laughs> that was the first thought. I'm like, I, I just finished shooting. We already shot three videos, and now you're doing this to me. So the minute he said that, I was like, okay, I know we got to do a live, right? And immediately, we set up a live. We had a lot of people in there. Yesterday, we had about 2,000 people in there. So thank you guys for, for joining us on that live. And it was a pretty, pretty, pretty big story, right? And I actually want to read a little bit for the people that maybe are just catching up to this story a little bit later. I just want to read some of the details, and I'm reading from an ESPN article. So also with the headlines, Blazers deal, uh, Damian Lillard to Bucks and Blockbuster three-team deal. The Portland Trailblazers traded guard Damian Lillard to play alongside Giannis Antetokounmpo with the Milwaukee Bucks as a part of a three-team uh, deal that also included the Phoenix Suns. Te the teams announced on Wednesday, Portland receives Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tsunami Kamara, Milwaukee's 2029 unprotected first-round pick. A draft pick and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and 2030, the team said in their release. The Suns release, uh, receive Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson as a part of the trade package. The Blazers are expected to engage containing teams on trade talks to move holiday. Sources told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. The deal comes months after Litter uh, formally requested to be traded uh, early in July as the Blazers decided to take a patient approach to negotiations. Litter leaves Portland after 11 seasons in which he made seven all-star and NBA teams and led the franchise to the playoffs eight times, including a Western Conference Finals appearance in 2018-2019. He ranks first in the team's uh, in team history in points and three-pointers and second in assists. He took the X on Wednesday to say he is excited for the next chapter. Lillard, 33, had a career year last season, averaging 32.2 points and 7.3 assists, but played just 58 games and sat out the final month. The, hi the, the highlight of Lillard's season came in February 28th against Houston Rockets where he scored uh, 70, 71 points. And then finally, the article says, Today is an exciting day for Milwaukee Bucks president Peter Fain and general manager John Horst said in a statement, When you have the rare opportunity to pair one of the premier NBA players with a highly versatile roster that has, that has lofty goals, you go for it. And we're thrilled to welcome seven-time All-Star Damian Lillard to the bucks well speaking of going for it this brings us to the crux of today's show which is centered on some comments that chris broussard of rob parker parker of the odd couple had to make about this very trade just yesterday what am i talking about as you guys know in the article alluded to this a number of basically for the last two months now it seems like We've all been hearing that Damian Lillard wants to go to Miami. Damian Lillard wants to go to Miami. Damian Lillard wants to go to Miami. But for whatever reason, Miami seemed to be reluctant to pull pull the trigger on that trade, right? And it seemed like 
they kept on being conservative all the way to the point where now they end up losing out on Damian Lillard. And they also lost Gabe Vincent. And now they're sitting there looking at themselves like, could we have done something more? Well, at least uh, that's what Rob Parker and Chris Broussard believe that the, you know, they believe that the Miami Heat should have done more. So what we want to do is want to quickly play what they had to say about the Miami Heat for not for, for being basically indecisive and not doing whatever it took to get a player of the caliber of Damian Lillard. And then want to come back and continue off the show. Take a listen to that there. But right now it is all NBA all the time. And in particular, all Damian Lillard trade all the time. We've been waiting all summer for this one to happen. And it finally has as Damian Lillard is traded not to the Miami Heat, not to the Toronto Raptors, not to the Brooklyn Nets, but to the Milwaukee Bucks. And Rob, the Miami Heat, which was Damian Lillard's preferred destination, um, the reports were coming out rapidly all week, even going back even past that, that the Miami Heat were like, we can win the East without Damian Lillard. And if the Milwaukee Bucks don't take the trade that we've put on the table, then so you mean be Portland. It. I'm sorry, yeah, the Portland Trailblazers don't take the trade that we put on the table, then so be it. They were, they, you know, the talk early, Rob, was that Miami was going to offer whatever it took outside of Bam out of Bayou and Damian Lillard. And that Portland was not interested in Tyler Hero, who would kind of highlight or headline their deal. But as time went on, Hero was was in the deal, I believe. But the talk was that they weren't giving up, you know, all the the tons of players and draft picks and basically everything they had outside of Bam and Butler to just to get Damian Lillard. And Rob, I think that they thought at the end of the day, Dame was theirs. And that the Portland Trailblazers were going to buckle under the pressure and that they would be able to get Dame for pennies on the dollar and they were going to be able to go ahead and steal him and, and have a great shot at winning the NBA championship. And I think even as, as reports about the Raptors started circulating, they may have felt like, okay, if we don't get him, if he goes to Toronto, we good. We still better than them, right? We won the East last year. So we, we've seen Boston. We've seen Mil, uh, Milwaukee. We got this. And uh, I don't know that they envisioned him going to Milwaukee, who they've been great against, you know, the past few years with Giannis. But now with Dame, that's a different animal in Milwaukee. And I, I just think at the end of the day, Rob, Pat Riley and the Miami Heat overplayed their hand. I, I agree. And it's, it's arrogance because it's not about Chris winning the East. They've done Thank that. You. Thank you. It's about winning a championship. Thank you. What is missing? Why did, could you not compete against uh, Denver? Five right? games. Why couldn't you compete? Offense. You need more scoring. You need a guy like that. Jimmy Butler is the greatest number two, Chris. He really is. Yep. He's not your main guy if you want to win a championship. And this is, you know, like, we're geniuses. Look at what we did. We got six guys who weren't drafted. We went to the finals. 
We know basketball better than anybody else. You yep. know, yeah, we can win the East without uh, Damian. You're right, because you did it. You did it twice in the last four years. You're right, you did. But can you win a championship? And that's what it's about. And there he was for the taking. Wanted Chris, to go there. Was begging to go there. Begging to go there. Give up. What are you What are you holding on to? What are you worried about? You just said you got six picks Six guys who weren't even weren't even drafted, Chris. Right? What are you worried about picks and worried about uh, uh, certain players? Hold on, you're not giving right. up a Bam. You're not giving up Jimmy. If you're not giving up those two, and you're getting Dame, yeah. I'll rebuild the bench. They're so good at picking up players, Chris. Right? Do that. Show me that you could do that part. If you got three stars, and if they would have gotten Dame, they would have been. It would be hard to look any other way and think that they weren't going to be in the mix and have a real shot at a championship. And now I don't look at them that way. No. It no. is arrogance. It's just straight-up arrogance. And they thought Portland was going to cave because the yep. player made it clear that there was only one place he said he was going to go. That's what he said. And, and unless he's going to forfeit money, Chris, and not go to the trade, he didn't right. have any leverage. He had Thank no you. leverage. So you heard what Chris and Rob had to say there. Here are my thoughts. Well, I think they have a point, and I'll tell you why. The Milwaukee Bucks, although they were a very good team, although they, now it seems like they perennially have high expectations for them, there were some areas that that team needed to work on, apart from firing their former head coach, Mike Boonholzer, who just had to go. One of the most, one of the most rigid NBA coaches you had out there. Like it, it's unbelievable. Unwilling to make any type of adjustment, and it seemed at various points that team would win in spite of him. We've all complained about him. We've all complained about him, and you saw a lot of that last year in that series against Miami. But anyway, um, for a team that always has high expectations, they still had some limitations. The Milwaukee Bucks are always known as one of the best defensive teams. As a matter of fact, if you look at their roster, they have Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's a defensive player of the year. You have uh, Brooke Lopez, who's been one of the candidates for defensive player of the year. You have Chris Middleton. And at the time, you had Drew Holiday. So they had a very stout defense. However, this team had some issues with their offense at times. Right, They had issues with generating offense. Uh, Chris Middleton at times would come and go. Giannis could be limited in various spots within the offense. And they never had a guy like a Damian Lillard who can, number one, stretch the floor pretty much to any any distance um, that could go out there and get you a 50 ball on any given night in a playoff game. They had none of that. And everything became so reliant on Giannis Antetokounmpo getting it going and then uh, hoping that Chris Middleton would come along for the ride, right? But in the case of getting a Damian, uh, getting a Damian Lillard, you know for a fact that number one, Damian Lillard is going to be able to play one-on-one -on -one this year. I mean, if the guy scored 32.2 points per game last year, this year he's definitely going to be able to play one-on-one, -on -one, which I believe inversely is going to allow Giannis to play one-on-one. -on -one. Number two, I think this team is going to be absolutely lethal uh, in the pick and roll. And and what I love most about this trade is the, the Bucks now have players that do different things. 
they don't have repetitive stars. If you look at the Phoenix Suns, they have a lot of guys to do the same thing in their big three. If you're looking at Bradley Beal, if you're looking at Devin Booker, if you're looking at Kevin Durant, not to say they're not a good team, but they have a repetitive um, um, amalgamation of talent on that team. In the case of the Bucks, you have a Giannis who plays the center of the four times. You have a Chris Middleton who's going to play the three. And then you have a Damian Lillard that's going to play the one. So they can all play a different role in the offense, and they're not waiting to do the same thing. So to me, I think is a perfect fit. Um, I have this team as one of the two best teams uh, in the in, was in the Eastern Conference. I said this yesterday in the live that we did. I said it's going to be them and the um, Boston Celtics. I don't see Philly being a threat. James Harden, we had that situation there that's going on there. Uh, no one knows what's going to happen with Joel, Joel Embiid. So to me, I think this this team right here and the Boston Celtics are the clear-cut favorites to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. 100%, that's it. There's no one else in the Eastern Conference. And to the point that Chris uh, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker made, sometimes you got to go for it, man. Sometimes you got to go for it. You got to strike when the iron is hot and you got to go for it. Uh, and look, look what happened. You're sitting there kind of dragging your feet. Someone else steps in. And they get the player that, uh, you know, you were expecting to the point where even Jimmy Butler took the social media yesterday uh, in a funny way. He was just like surprised. Like, hey, man, the NBA, y'all should look into it. He's joking, but he's surprised. Like this team got him? This team? Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Yesterday, that was the last thing I expected us to hear about Damian Lillard being traded to all teams. Uh, of all the teams that he got traded to, he got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. But funny enough, now that the, the dust is starting to settle, we're beginning to see various reports and videos of people saying that Giannis always wanted to play with Dame, that Dame always respected the game of Giannis on the Tacumpo. So it looks like this is something that both of these gentlemen have been looking for. And I said this in the live yesterday. I'm going to quickly say it here. I think apart from the fact that this is a good fit on the court, I think these guys may be a little bit kindred spirits. Here what I'm, here's what I'm talking about. Damian Lillard has always been one of those guys that wants to do it on his own and remain in a small market and establish his own, uh, uh, what is it, legacy there, right? Hence the reason he stayed in Portland, not one of the biggest markets in the NBA. If you look at Giannis Antetokounmpo in, uh, with, the, with the Milwaukee Bucks, they're definitely not one of the biggest markets in the NBA. But Giannis brought a championship to that, to that, to that market, and I believe it actually increases his legend uh, in, in the NBA. So to have both of these guys, because remember, Damian Lillard, I guess, I think, a lot of the reports were saying that he really, really wanted to go to Miami. But here you have him in another small market with another star that thinks kind of the same way that he does. So to me, I thought that was a pretty interesting uh, commonality that exists. But anyway, this morning I was doing some research and I came across an article from Fadeaway World and they were basically highlighting the comments that Charles Barkley, of all people, uh, had to make. And I was a bit surprised. I was skeptical. I'm like, Charles Barkley already commented on this already? Like, how's it possible, right? But apparently after going through the article, there's actually audio of Charles Barkley actually giving his take and basically putting the entire NBA on notice of what to expect from this Milwaukee Bucks team. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Athletic Greens. AG1 is a convenient nutritional supplement with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that meet all of your foundational nutrition needs. Now, here's a quick personal story that I think a lot of that, that may resonate with a lot of you. 
I went to college in Italy, and actually that's where I met the co-founder Dreamers Pro Marco. And at that time, I was eating healthy whole foods, I was exercising regularly, and I was in the best shape of my life. Then life happened. I stopped exercising regularly, I started gaining weight, because I wasn't able to exercise the way I used to and eat healthy the way I used to, because I was moving around to different countries. And before I knew it, I couldn't even recognize myself anymore. So for the last two years, I've been really trying to focus on regaining my health and getting back in tip top shape. However, the biggest challenge that both Marco and I are having right now is that although we try to get the proper nutrition and do the right things to stay in shape and to stay healthy, other commitments somehow get in the way of us doing this. And to be honest with you, we find it hard to get enough servings of fruits and vegetables and other types of healthy foods to ensure that we're taking the right vitamins and minerals that are vital for good health. So we both started to take one scoop of AG1 in the morning with cold water to ensure that we're getting all of the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and fiber that we need in our diet to enhance our mental health, our physical health, and performance and marco who's always skeptical about taking new nutritional supplements found it to be reassuring that ag1 is used by top health experts and performers like andrew huberman and lewis hamilton so if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first purchase go to drinkag1.com dreamers that's drinkag1.com dreamers check it out and remember when you try ag1 by using the link in the description below just know that you're supporting this channel thank you so what we want to do is want to play exactly what charles barkley had to say here and then we're going to come back and get into the meat and potatoes of this video here so take a listen to that uh we'd like to welcome in an mvp for the phoenix suns one hall of famer Charles Barkley and Chuck Mantens. Matt Ishbia took over with your uh, Phoenix Suns, the owner. <laughs> this team has been busy, busy, busy. So what do you make of the Phoenix Suns getting involved in this Damian Lillard trade? Well, uh, I'm not totally shocked. I'm shocked that he went to Milwaukee. Uh, so obviously Milwaukee should be the betting favorites now. You know, it's clear that the Suns had something was going on with uh, with with DeAndre Aiden, and you know it goes back to that was an issue with Money Williams and DeAndre, and now clearly it must have been something else going on in the organization. They clearly just want to get rid of him, but the big winner uh, is the Milwaukee Bucks, and uh, who else? Their general manager. They got a new coach. He's a young guy. Uh, I'm, uh, I forget his name. Adrian. Adrian. Yep, Adrian Griffin. Yep. Yeah, Adrian is a uh, man. He's got a great team to start. You know, I, I, I like what the Celtics did going out getting Porzingis. But I think it's fair to say that the Milwaukee Bucks are the favorite going into the season to win the NBA championship. And Chuck, with that being said, what is the biggest message for Adrian Griffin, knowing that Dane was a star in Portland, Giannis is used to having the ball in his hands, late, late game situation, what is that message for both guys to buy into Weeball because it used to be in Meeball late game situations? Well, I think it can benefit both guys uh, because, number one, Dame has always had to do everything by himself. So it's going to be nice for him to play with somebody. Number one, let's don't leave out Chris Middleton. So I think it's going to be beneficial to both guys. You know, Giannis, I think the one thing he's going to have to learn to do, and I thought, I've always thought it was the one weakness of his game, 
He's got to learn to play without the basketball. It's going to make the game easier for him. You know, he used to bring it up going downhill. Now, if he get out on that wing, I think he's going to get a lot more easier of baskets uh, in the in the full court. In the half court, him and Dane, man, and Chris. I mean, you think about it. When they won the championship, their pick and roll was Chris Middleton and Giannis. Now you're going to have Giannis and Dame? Man, that is going to be explosive. So Giannis, I think, is going to really help him, but it's going to definitely help Dame because he ain't going to have to do it all by himself. He's going to have two guys, not one. He's going to have two guys they can get the ball to, and he don't let me in Portland anytime. You know, you go back and look at Portland, every big shot they've had the last five to seven to ten years has been him making a Hail Mary from half court. Now he could make that shot, but now he's going to have Giannis and Chris Middleton. So, man, it's a great day for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, and I'm not upset with what the Suns did. I mean, obviously, they already made their big move going out getting Bradley Beal. I think they're probably – well, I don't want to say they're the favorite in the West because, man, I love what the Lakers have done. I mean, you take your head off to what the Lakers have done this summer. I think them and the Suns are the two favorites because I really think the Nuggets lost some good players, man. I do. I think the Nuggets lost some good players. I don't want to disrespect the champs. But if you ask me going in, I think the Lakers and the Suns are the two favorites in the West. In the East, it's the Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. So you heard what the man had to say about this team and what he thinks of their chances moving forward. Now, I want to I want to take it a step further. Here are the reasons why I think this is a good trade. Because some people are a little bit skeptical of it because they lost some key players, especially on the defensive end. To me, if you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, and I just want to quickly reference basketball reference, no pun intended. I want to reference some of the Milwaukee Bucks stats of last season. As you guys know, the Milwaukee Bucks, they had a regular season record of 58 and 20, uh, 24. They were the number one in the Eastern Conference, number one team in the Eastern Conference. That year, get this, they were scoring 116.9 points per game. That was eight out of 30. They were eighth, right? Opponents' points per game was 14th. Offensive rating, they were ranked 12th around the around the middle of the pack, but defensively, they were fourth. So whenever you bring in a guy like Damian Lillard, you're going to bolster your offense. And in the case of losing a Drew Holiday, let's, let's, let's do the reverse. Imagine if the Milwaukee Bucks last season, and we all know that Drew Holiday is an excellent basketball player. And by the way, if I'm the Clippers, I find a way to go after Drew Holiday. Some people are like, no, I would keep... Listen, he's, his, defeat, his defense is underrated. I would find a way to go after Drew Holiday if I am the Clippers. That's just me. I think any team that gets him is going to get better. That's just my honest opinion. Anyway, back to this. Imagine if instead of going up against Drew Holiday, I'm talking about Jimmy Butler, imagine if he had to go with Damian Lillard. How much energy do you think Jimmy Butler would have to exert trying to guard Damian Lillard? Do you think Jimmy Butler was going to be able to shut down Damian Lillard? Can anybody shut down Damian Lillard? Really? In, in, in a playoff series? Damian Lillard gives you so much of a premium on offense that I think it, it negates the loss of Drew Holiday on defense. Dame gives you what what Dame gives you more or gives you on offense is greater than what 
Drew Holiday gives you on defense. And to me, I think Dame makes that offense way more dynamic. And I think he actually unlocks other players even more, especially players like Chris Middleton. Giannis, well, those days of doubling and all of that stuff, that's over. You're now possibly going to be seeing one of, or if not the most lethal, pick and roll in the entire NBA. And if you're thinking of teams defensively trying to scheme for this team, it's going to be very difficult because, again, of the personnel. Because you now have to orchestrate your defense to be skewed in one particular direction when you're dealing with a Giannis on it. The way you guard Giannis is not the way you're going to guard Damian Lillard. And that's the reason why I said it's a good fit because you have guys now on this team that do different things. I give you guys another example of what I'm talking about, why I think this offense is more it's more lethal than others. Look at the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns, if you looked at the Clippers guarding them last year, they were pretty much able to switch on everything, right? Every time they, sw- they could switch on every, every pick and roll, switch, 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 play your man straight up. Well, on the Bucks, can you really? How many players are you going to switch off of and then end up with Giannis on you? How many times are you going to be? You can't do that. The only person physically capable, in my personal view, to be, be able to even have a chance against Giannis Antetokounmpo is probably Kawhi, but that's about it. So that offense is a little bit more predictable to guard. It's still very lethal, but in the case of the Bucks, you have players that do totally different things. And they now can score three levels consistently from the three, from the mid-range, and from the post. So to me, I think it's going to be a very lethal offense. I think it's, uh, Dame is going to be, uh, uh, Giannis is going to benefit mightily. I think Giannis can even take his all-around game even to a higher level where he can focus more on rebounding, focus more on assists, and just play an overall game. Obviously, his points per game are going to go down, but it doesn't really matter because Giannis strikes me as someone that's, that's transfixed on winning. So to what Charles Barkley said, this is a wake-up call to the rest of the league. If, if you hear him saying that Milwaukee, and Boston are the two clear-cut favorites, I 100% believe it. In terms of his uh, comments on the Lakers, and uh, he said the Lakers and the Nuggets, I'm with him. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers are one of the top four, top three seeds this season. I wouldn't be surprised. Thank you for listening to today's show, and don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.